It's been a long road. And I want to thank you all for your love, for your support, for me, my husband, and my children, the prayers. We still have food in my refrigerator that I don't think in the next month or so we'll need food. You have showed us so much love, and I really want to tell you a thank you. But I want to read some scriptures and just share my heart with you this morning. In, my, in one of the Proverbs, in my local language, it says, even when you're crying, you still see the road on which to walk on. So although my heart is breaking, although I have a hole in my heart, I know that there's something we have to do. I know there's a work we have to do. And so through my tears, I still have to walk the path that God has laid for all of us. We all have to walk that path that God has laid so beautifully through my husband for this church. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. I'll read from verses 1 to 3. Teresa, if you can put that up for us in the New King James Version. It says, A good name is better than precious ointment. And the day of death is better than the day of one's birth. It's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men. And the living will take it to heart. Verse 3. Sorrow is better than laughter. For by a sad countenance, the heart is made better. God is making our hearts better. Even though we don't see it now, God is making our hearts better. Do you know why? He's making all of us think about our own life, about how we want to live, about the legacy that we want to live, just like my husband did. At his funeral yesterday, I left with a sense there is so much work to do. Because I know one day I will be laying down in a casket, just like he was. You and I will be if Jesus tarries. What will they say about you? What will they say about me? Nobody remembered yesterday that my husband had a PhD. On his obituary announcement, it was just good luck of Mare Okotiebo. Nobody said doctor, good luck of Mare Okotiebo. Everything that was said about him yesterday was not about the buildings he built, was not the accolades he received from all the work that he did for the world. It was none of that. Everything that was said about him was about Jesus, about how he touched lives, how his vision was for souls, and how he lived and poured out his life. Good luck left empty. He left this world empty. His death and his transition was peaceful. The night before he passed, all night, he was looking at the ceiling. He would look from the right. He would look to the left with a sense of wonder and amazement all throughout the night. At one point, I had to lay on my back to look and see what was he looking at. 
What was he seeing that put this look of joy and amazement and wonder on his face? At six o'clock in the morning on Saturday, he closed his eyes. He never opened his eyes. When you talk to him, he would nod yes. Are you in pain? No. Are you comfortable? Yes. And I told myself after he passed that he did not want to open his eyes to see the dirt. This was not what he wanted to see anymore. Once he saw that, he he was ready to go. So I know where he is. We know where he is. The question is, do you know where you're going? And if you don't know where you're going, what are you going to do about it? And if you say you are a Christian, how many souls have you led to the Lord? Is it just come to church on Sunday, maybe Wednesday, and go about your life? The things that Solomon said at the end, vanity of all vanity is all vanity. I know my husband's crown is heavy. I know that. I lived with him for 30 years and 8 months. The man he was here was the man he was at home. My children and I can attest to that. One of the days when he was really sick, I fell into despair. And I went to the foot of the bed and I was rubbing his legs and I just, out of the the depth of my heart, the pain, I said, God, I feel so hopeless and I feel so helpless. He sat up in bed. He said, Angela, please take that back. He says, we are never without hope. We are never without help. He said, I need you in your prayer time tonight with the Lord. I need you to ask him to forgive you for saying that. Grudgingly, in my prayer time, I was trying to say something and God just told me 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So I went there and I looked at it. He says three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. Those are the three things. At the end of it all, faith, hope, and love. And said so the greatest of this is love. But if you notice, hope is right there in the middle of faith and love. If you lose your hope, you will lose your faith. And if you lose your hope, you can't love God who you can't hope for. And I started looking at more scriptures. And it says that hope is eternal hope. It's not the hope of what we on this side of heaven. And so I'm telling somebody today, no matter what it is, your hope is what we hold your faith in God. And your hope is what we make you love God and people. So hold on to that. And that's what I did. Through it all, I held on to that hope. Because I knew if I lost that hope, and that statement I made that I had no hope, it means I was losing my faith. And I was losing my love for God. And I couldn't afford that. So I stayed firm. I made myself a prisoner of hope. As it says in the scripture. I went into that prison myself. Locked myself in it. And I said no matter what happens. 
I will not lose my hope in the Lord. We have a vision before us. We were not a church that had no vision. This church has a vision. So winning, church planting. That's it. And it's for all of us now to take that mantle, to take that baton, and to run with it. And we will run with it. The rest of my life is now dedicated to seeing that souls, more souls are won for the kingdom. To see that God's work goes on. It's not about money or anything. God will provide all we need. But we must, as a church, take hold of our vision. Because at the end of the day, that's what he told us to do. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's all he told us to do. And this church is what we're going to be about. Before he passed away, you all know we had the TV ministry that was going very well, responses, and to the point we had sent scouts. What they do before you plant a church, you send scouts to that part of the city or to the town or whatever to see what area would be the best, where you have more people to witness to, door to door. We already started that process. And before he passed away, one of the coordinators over there had asked him, do you want, based on how things are, you're not feeling well and very sick, do you still want us to continue? And he said, yes. Still continue the scouting. So we still have those scouts out there looking for the right spot in Lagos for us to plant a church. And I just need more time to heal. I need some time to get myself back. Right now, I just feel like a little... I told someone I feel so exposed and vulnerable, but he said it's because you've just lost your covering. Learn to put on Christ because it's your banner and you feel okay. But once I get myself back, we're going with all force. We're not holding back. So today, I don't want to take too much time because Bishop has to preach. I want us to pray as a church. I have seven prayer points this morning. We're going to pray for a double portion of anointing to fall on this ministry. We are going to pray that the Lord will pour out the spirit of boldness and joy on every member of this church. We are going to pray that the word of God that good luck preached uncompromisingly will continue to be preached and that God will confirm those words that we preach with signs and wonders. We are going to pray that everyone who calls the Ark Fellowship their home church will not be a church seat warmer. There will be pillars in this house of, the, of, of God. We are going to pray for an anointing of increase of miraculous harvest. The, the Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We are going to put our hands in the mantle and say we are going to be those laborers to bring the harvest in. We are going to pray against any spirit of division. We are going to pray for unity of vision. Unity of purpose. I thank God for the people in this church. We have a church that is united. We have a church that knows how to love God and love people. So I don't have any fear about that. And lastly, we are going to pray for God to increase us in prayer. For us to want to pray more. For us to want to read the Bible more. 
Those are the seven points we are going to pray about this morning. And I need you to stand up as we leave this prayer needs to the Lord. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you. God, it's all about you. It will always be about you. In you we live, in you we move, in you we have our very being. You created us for you. Everything else is immaterial. Father, today, this morning, I bring this congregation before you. Lord, I pray for a fresh double portion of anointing to fall on this ministry, God. For every member, every pastor, every worker, every core member of this church, everyone that calls themselves member of the Ark Fellowship, I pray that you begin to give them ideas on how to grow this ministry, on how they will fit into this ministry, on what they can do to make this ministry progress. Father, I pray that you pour on us the spirit of boldness, boldness to speak to the one we see at the gas station, boldness to speak to the one we see at the grocery store, boldness to speak to the one we meet on the street, boldness to tell them about Jesus. Father, I pray that the word of God will be preached uncompromisingly by anyone who stands behind this pulpit. They will not preach their opinions. They will not preach politics. They will preach the word of God alone. Father, and as we preach your word, you said, if we preach your word, signs and wonders will follow. We pray that this house will be a house of wonder. This house will be a house of signs. People will be drawn to this house because they've heard of all that you are doing here. That's our prayer this morning. Lord, we pray that you make everyone, every member of the Ark Fellowship, a pillar in this ministry, God. Everyone will stand strong. We have a bone, a backbone for, for, for vision, for, for ministry. Not for power, not for justice, for power, but to see the work go forward, Lord. Father, we pray for an anointing for increase. We pray that you begin to draw them in from the east. Draw them in from the west. Draw them in from the north. Draw them in from the south. Those that are hurting, bring them in. Those that are lost, bring them in. Those that are broken, bring them in. We are ready, God. We are ready to minister. Father, we thank you. Lord, we pray against every spirit of division. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind that foul spirit that we want to cause division. We pour the oil of unity on this fellowship. From the very top to the children. We pray that peace, joy, oneness, oneness in vision, oneness in purpose. We bind our hearts together in love. And Lord, you will remove anyone who will want to cause division and pain. And you will bring those who will want to join hands with us to see souls saved, to see souls brought into the kingdom, to the glory of your name. And lastly, Lord, we pray that you baptize us. Baptize us with prayer. Let us be known as people of prayer like my husband was, God.
Thank you, Lord. Baptize us with prayer. Let us be men and women of prayer, God. Let our children at home, those of us that have children, let us let them know us as women and men of prayer. Let them know us as women and men of the word of God. Let us let them see us taking our Bibles to our secret place with you every day. Baptize us, Lord, with the spirit of prayer. To seek you with all our hearts. To live for you and to pour out our whole lives for you. So that when we leave this earth, we will live empty like your servant did. Pour out everything. Everything. To you we give all the praise. To you we give all the glory. And the people of God shouted and great. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. It's good to see everybody here this morning. Praise the Lord. As Pastor Goodluck would say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Praise the 